Thank you for listening to this week's podcast from the Horsham Church of Christ. For more information, please visit our website at www.horsham.org.au. Father, we want to declare that you are building your church, that this is your church. We want to submit to you, we surrender to you, we honour you, and as we enter into this time and this space, as we reflect on your word, we, uh, we just we pause to recognise that your spirit breathing amongst us and in us and through us. May we be available to serving you, may we be available to following you. Uh, and being obedient to your will and purposes as followers of Jesus, as the Horsham Church of Christ. Uh, May we be people of light and of hope, of love and of joy, who bear your fruit in the name of Jesus. Amen. So over the last few weeks, uh, we have been exploring uh, the ripple effect as we launch into our series, Deeper for 2022. The overall theme is Deeper in 2022. We want to invite you to go deeper in your relationship uh, with God, following Jesus, and as part of our community of faith. We want to invite you to go deeper, to take some extra steps, recognising that we're all in different places, recognising that we're not all at the same depth, we're not all on the same level of, uh, maybe with some of us are playing on the shallows, maybe some of us have been swimming out in deep waters for a long time, maybe some of us have come back, maybe some of us have drifted away, as uh, Jason highlighted today as well, or taken a, a different track. But we are inviting us in this year to go deeper with Jesus, being called to follow him and being called to love him. Being reminded of the text and the instruction that Jesus gave in John 13, love one another. Easy. Love. Yeah, got that. Easy. We understand that. We've heard that so many times. I don't know why I threw that. Um, But then Jesus actually ramps it up a little bit. As I have loved you. As I have loved you, so you must love one another. Now, you know, I can imagine, you know, if you want to hear, if you want a summary or if you want to unpack, as I have loved you, Jesus talks about loving your enemies. Jesus talks about serving and caring for those uh, less fortunate or the oppressed or um, caring for the wider community or having meeting with those who are outside our normal circle of friends. As I have loved you, Jesus forgives those who... Uh, you know, encounter him on the cross. Like he invites the criminal on the cross into heaven. Um, As I have loved you. This is the invitation. So you must, not don't think about it. If you're a follower of Jesus, this is not something you think about it. This is not, you know, multiple choice. So you must. This isn't from Simon Risson. This isn't from Churches of the Christ. This is from Jesus. So you must love one another. By this... Everyone will know that you are my disciples. So this is how, this, is, this will be the evidence that you are following and learning from Jesus, that you love one another. Now, if we were to take an inventory or a, a review of that over the last 12 to 18 months, how would we be going? I'm not, you know, go home and think about it, go home and talk about it. But if we were to take an inventory of this, to love one another as I have loved you over the last 12 to 18 months, how would we be going? How would I be going in my home, in my workplace, 
in my neighbourhood, in my community? Have I demonstrated love in the way that Jesus has? That's baseline. Baseline. And this is meant to be the evidence. This is meant to be the evidence that we are following Jesus. As we learn from Jesus, the world notices, we influence the world, we transform our community. The real challenge and the opportunity for the New Testament church, and you may have heard of people talking about, you know, we need to return to be the New Testament church. The distinguishing feature of the New Testament church was that there was a group of people who lived distinctive lives. Regardless of what the government said, regardless of the mandates, regardless of the culture, regardless of the challenges, regardless of what everyone else did, this group of people, this small group of people, lived such distinctive lives that those around them started saying, hmm, there's something else happening here and I want to know more. So this might all be new to you. But we want to invite you, and even if it's not new to you, what is your next step in faith and in community? So over the last few weeks, we've looked at these ripples, these movements. Now, this is not about promotion. This is not about levels. This is not about achievement. This is not about ticking boxes so we progress through the system. This is simply about creating a language uh, that we can all be a part of, we can all use to invite others to take the next step in committing in our relationship with Jesus as part of his body, as part of his community. So you might be here and some, you know, some astute people have said, you know, we should start from the centre and work out. My kind of theory is, without any scientific kind of evidence or understanding, is that the ripples are about a constant movement. We're constantly moving into Jesus so that we can go out from Jesus. All right, so keep that in mind. Um, so we, you know, the starting place is community. We gather with people. So if you're here, congratulations, you've started the journey. Um, you know, maybe you're here for the first time or the third time. Maybe you're here, you're not sure of church. Maybe you're reconnecting, you're not sure of who Jesus is or you're watching online because, well, you know, my world's turned upside down. I don't know what's going on. Congratulations. You've gathered with us. You are part of the community. That's the starting place. Maybe you've joined a ministry. Maybe you've joined a life group because you're asking some questions. Maybe a friend has asked you just to come and see. You're a part of the community. Um, and then you've been here for a while and you thought, hey, there's something here. There's distinctive lives being lived here. I want to start exploring this. So I start reading my scriptures. I start finding out what it is this Jesus is doing through scriptures. I start to learn from him. Maybe I start to work out where can I serve? What are the opportunities to serve? So I become part of committing to our growth as followers of Jesus, serving, learning and growing, which leads us into the opportunity to make a declaration of faith, which leads us into covenant relationship with Jesus, understanding the covenant that Jesus has made with his people and that we make with one another because we're followers of Jesus. Out of that, we might discover that we become uh, those who serve as part of the church. Uh, covenant relationship is about building his church or recognizing that God is building his church and we build with him. And as we mature in relationship, we want to develop and release a healthy core that leads others. We want to be a group of people who are disciples making disciples. Intentionally investing in one another to call people deeper into a relationship with Jesus. Intentionally, you know, sometimes, and I say investing, that might be cheering someone on. It might be sitting with someone as they bawl their eyes out and struggling with what life means. It might be challenging someone and bringing conviction in the decisions that they're making. 
That's what it is to disciple others. It might be sitting with someone and helping them unpack scriptures or discover what the Spirit is saying to them. It's about this whole resetting of who we are, disciples making disciples. And out of that, we have an imitation um, to be sent or commissioned, to be sent out, to be released. Um, Our gathering is not the be-all and end-all. Our gathering is to release and empower and encourage and to cheer one another on as a community so that when we go out into our workplaces, into our homes, into the challenges that we're facing, whether our work, our homes, our finances, our health, we know that we are not alone. We know that we are not alone. And often when we think of sending or when we think of commission, commissioning people, we often think of people going on uh, long-term overseas trips and, and giving their lives to travelling the world or travelling to specific places in the world to being educated and ministered to a particular group of people. But we, and that's one concept and we, there's times where we do commission and send those people out and we'll do that later in the year for Damien and Hannah as we have for different people. And we do that based on this text from Matthew chapter 28. Therefore, as Jesus comes back to his disciples, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. So love one another as I have loved you. Baptize people as they come to that declaration of following Jesus and wanting to make that commitment to following Jesus. And when they have been baptized, as they are being baptized, before they're baptized, and then after they've been baptized, continue to teach them. Simple, isn't it? Simples. Simples. Um, yeah, it's so simple. I've lost my spot and forgotten what I was going to say next. Um, but this, oh, that's this, <clears throat> um, much like the command that we read in John, this is not a new idea to Jesus. It's not like he's been dead, and while he's been dead, he's been thinking up, hmm, how can I encourage my disciples now? This is actually the summary of what Jesus has done with his followers, with those who have chosen to walk with him. So some texts that we see um, in Mark and in Luke and in John, he began to send them out two by two. All right, you've spent some time with me, now go out. And what do they do once they've gone out? Anyone? Anyone? They teach, but once they've gone out, once they've done that, they heal, they proclaim the kingdom of God. Once they've done that, where do they go after that? They come back, they go out, they come back. It's like a ripple, really, isn't it? Yeah, that's what I thought. So anyway, um, I love it when as a preacher you spend all this time and energy giving you images and you try and get some response and meh. Um, Heal the sick who are there and tell them the kingdom of God has come near to you. Wouldn't that be a cool thing? If you're sitting there talking with someone and they discover something and they're asking a question and you look at them and say... Could that possibly be a moment where you're drawing closer to God or where you're discovering that God is close to you and for you? That doesn't sound too hard, does it? I love this one. 
in the Gospel of John. You know, the disciples have been out with Jesus and the crowds. You know, Jesus is trying to get away from the crowds and, uh, um, and then the crowds are still following him. They're hungry for what he's teaching. He teaches as one with authority that they have never seen before. Uh, this guy is making sense in a way. The disciples seem to be like worn out. They're a bit frazzled. Um, and Jesus looks at, looks at his disciples uh, you know, the, the ones that he's just said, hey, come and have a look, come and see where I'm staying, come follow me. And then he looks at them and said, what have you got for this crowd to eat? I love that. Like this is, this is mind-blowing because actually Jesus is saying, you know, I'm a part of something here, but I want you to be a part of it with me. So there's this constant movement in and out. Jesus sent the disciples out. He continues to send the followers out. He gives and gave opportunities and then they return to participate in life with Jesus. He sent them out and they return to participate in life with Jesus. This is both personal and communal. We cannot do it without it. You cannot just show up here and think that your relationship with Jesus, I hope it does get a little bit deeper, but you need to do some personal work to go a little bit deeper and further out into the deep. You need to do that on a day-to-day, weekly basis. If it's not working for you, change what you were doing prior. But you can't just go out and do it personally and not be a part of the community either. Because then you're not checking anything. You're not getting any counsel or wisdom. You're just in your own little world. It's why we need to hold these things in some uh, dynamic tension. So as Jesus poured into and continues to pour into the disciples, they became committed to their relationship with him and with one another, as difficult as that it was at times, and they entered into a new covenant and they became the core of a healthy, dynamic, transforming people. This was a movement that started with 12 people and still exists 2,000 years later. And if it's a lie... It wouldn't have lasted that long. Or what about this? Jared spoke, was that just last week? From the Gospel of Acts, just a few choice, uh, just a few verses out of, uh, not, I guess it is a Gospel. Uh, Acts chapter 6, Choose seven men from among you who are known to be full of the Spirit and wisdom. And what was the role that they were looking for? Service. To wait on tables. Because the apostles, the disciples were saying, our role is actually teach and preach and heal people and pray for people. We don't want to be distracted, but we want to release people. But even in serving, choose people who are full of the Spirit and wisdom. They chose Stephen, a man full of faith and of the Holy Spirit. He was full of God's grace and power. He performed great wonders and signs among the people while he served tables, whatever that looked like. While he served in the cafe industry, he performed signs and wonders. He got it. So today, we want to recognise each of us as being called into full-time ministry. And I want to invite you, we want to invite you to participate in the room and even if you're watching. Are you ready for that? (laughs) I don't know why I asked those questions. Um, Because you're going to do it anyway. Um, Please, please play with me. No, please, I'm nervous. (laughs) 
So we're going to name a a number of categories in in our world and our community. Uh, And we want you to participate at home as well. You can play at home as well. Um, And as you hear these various categories, or we're going to do one category at a time, um, we want to invite you to stand when you hear the category that uh, fits you. Now, you might stand for multiple categories, so multiple uh, things that you hear. You can stand more than once, and if you feel like it's hard to keep standing up or, and sitting down, just raise your hand. Just raise your hand and receive it, and we want to um, commission. When we say commission, we want you to hear, uh, we are sending you, okay? Does that make sense? Is everyone, is, have I got some people with me? Okay, cool. So the first group of people we want to invite to stand are those who are parents, stay-at-home parents, parents full stop, pretty much. You know, if you've got kids, stand up. You know, if you're a carer, if you're serving at home, if you're still raising young children, if you're investing in... Now, the rest of us, and every time we hear this, I want us, let's just applaud and celebrate people and give thanks for the role that they play. I hope that that will get bigger and bigger. I can, I can see those people who are standing with their hands in their pockets. Just let me, anyway. Um, hear this. We commission you. We commission you, we send you into full-time ministry in your role as parents, as stay-at-home parents, as carers. In that role, as followers of Jesus, to love one another as Christ has loved you. Thank you. Please be seated. It's not very hard, is it? I hope it just stirs. I'm... Do you sometimes sit there and go, what is he doing? <laughs> Andrea does. <laughs> no, we, we, I'm just really excited about, the, you know, I, we can't just do what we were doing prior. I want us to be awake and stirred up to the things of Jesus. And not just because we show up here on Sunday, but because we're Jesus followers wherever we go. Um, if you're retired... From work, would you stand? Celebrate, applaud. All right, now, if you're retired, I know some of you who have retired, you said, I'm busier than ever. (laughs) Yep, all right, great. That is a real gift that you have. You can choose to do whatever you like. All those things that you've put off, you can choose. But there are some of you who have retired who have said, oh, I can't do what I used to do. Do you know what? Hear this. And if you're younger, if you're younger, have a look around at this group of people and ask yourself, is there someone here, God, that I can ask to mentor me? Is there someone here, God, that you might place upon my spirit who is a like-minded person who would meet with me, who, who I could go to for prayer, who I could send messages to and cheer on? Because this group of people carry a, an, enormous, an enormous wealth of wisdom and experience that could save you 30 years of work. You know, you think about that. All the mistakes that these people have made, they could save you from those mistakes. And then they could pray with you because they've got nothing else to do. (laughs) Retired people, 
Those retired and had this great sense of wealth and freedom in your hours to do whatever you do, to have a great sense of wealth and wisdom, um, wealth of wisdom. I don't know if you've got wealth or not, but wealth of wisdom through your experience and your years of serving and the time and the freedom to pray for those who are yet to come, for the generations to follow. We commission you. We commission you into full-time ministry. You think you haven't got time now. We commission you into full-time ministry as followers of Jesus to love one another and to love the generations to come even if you don't understand them. To love one another as Christ has loved you. Thank you. Please be seated. If you're a student, if you're in kinder, preschool, primary, secondary, university, would you stand up? Come on. Yeah, I know. Yeah, give them a round of applause. Celebrate them. Absolutely. You know, I know life is hard at times and life is a whole lot of fun at times. And, you know, sometimes you might be standing here. You don't even know why you're standing. Your parents have just told you to stand up. Um, That's okay. Listen, listen. Kids, children, we want you to know that you are loved. We are cheering you on. And, you know, have a look at those other people around. Who can you ask that you just want to know what it is to follow Jesus. You know, have a look around at your friends and the people the same age and keep cheering them on and build a community. Because we know that going to school, there's a lot of people who might not believe or experience or do the same things that you do on Sundays. And you might not understand that, but we want you to know more than anything else that that you are loved. And so we are sending you out. We are commissioning you. We are releasing you as children to be the followers of Jesus where you are in your schoolyard, to love your classmates, to love your teachers as Christ and as we love you. Thank you. Please be seated. Oh, two claps. All right. Okay, you're getting the idea. Students got two claps. That's great. Um, if you're in business, so if you're in management, if you're an accountant, if you're in I don't know, business, is anyone in business? You own a business, you run a business, you lead a business? Yep, thank you. Yeah. Um, it can be hard. And there can be a lot of decisions that need to be made that maybe you feel really isolated in and challenged in. Maybe other people that run businesses around you or they do things differently or they do things that you don't think are ethical or God-honouring. Okay. Be the light. Carry the light. Lead your staff. Lead the people around you. Those you serve in the community, love them. So we commission you. We commission you into full-time ministry in your role as business leaders, as followers of Jesus, to love one another as Christ has loved you. Thank you. Please be seated. You've got to keep that level up and beyond. Um, If you're in the healthcare, if you serve in healthcare in any capacity, 
because if I start mentioning, someone's waiting for someone else to stand. Just stand up, please, before I start naming people. All right, yeah. Great. What a gift. What an absolute gift that you are. What an absolute gift that you have. What an absolute opportunity to serve and bless our community through the roles that you bring. We know that not everyone expresses that sense of gratitude or gratefulness and there's probably some frustrating patients and clients at times. May you know the grace of God in that. May you know the peace of God. May you know the wisdom of God as you serve, as you care. So we commission you. We release you. We send you out into full-time ministry as followers of Jesus as those who are called to love your patience, as Christ has loved you. Thank you. I hope if you're at home, you're standing up. I've got no measure. I don't know if you're standing up or raising your hand, whatever you're able to do. Uh, if you're in the education sector, if you serve in education in any way, Teachers, aides, teachers, admin staff, support staff. Yep, there you go. Great. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. Stand up before I name you. There you go. Thank you very much. Everyone's just turned around to see you anyway. Sorry about that. Andrew Reichenbach. Um, <clears throat> that's all right. We, we have a good relationship. It's okay. Uh, again, you know, you deal with a, a, a wide range of people, let alone, you know, don't worry about the students, it's the parents. Um, <laughs> but uh, look, you deal with a wide range of uh, backgrounds, you deal with a wide range of experiences, you deal with a wide range of skill sets, you deal with a wide range of capacity and ability. Um, you deal with politics, you deal with... You know, some of you, you'd like, teachers, you know, you just love to teach. All the other stuff you could do away with. But teaching, ha, oh, what a gift. What a gift. And so in that, we commission you as teachers into full-time ministry, as followers of Jesus, to love your students, to love your colleagues, to love the parents, especially those that are frustrating, as Christ has first loved you. Thank you. If you're in community services or welfare services, um, is there anyone like, um, I don't, what have I got? Um, oh, I can't read my list. Uh, Counselors, social workers, non-profits, disability sector services. Is there anyone that works in those areas? Yep, 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 yep. Yes, stay standing. That's all right, though. Yeah, give them a round. Fantastic. <clears throat> And again, the challenges and the dynamics of people, the variation of community, the uh, dynamics of community, all expressed, and you bring a great deal of love and compassion to areas in our community that are often forgotten, and they cannot be forgotten. They must be cared for. They must be loved. And we want to say thank you. And then as you do that, we want to release you. We commission you into full-time ministry as followers of Jesus to love one another as Christ has loved you. Thank you. Um, are you in hospitality and retail? Yep, 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 yep. Good, 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 good. 
Um, well done. Well done. You know, I've stood in queues waiting for cafes, uh, waiting for coffees, um, and you know, whatever it might be. I've stood in queues at checkouts and at retail shops, and I've heard um, customers and the way, you know, some customers are just down, people that can be just downright rude. Don't take it personally. You've got the opportunity to love them. Those that bless you, those that speak life into you, receive it and cheer them on, greet them with a smile, greet them like they, you know, if they're mean to you, you be extra nice on them. Give them an extra bonus in whatever they'd bought. Um, take extra care of them. Be the light in that field. We want to commission you as, into full-time ministry as followers of Jesus to love one another as Christ has loved you. And well done. Well done. Keep going at it. Uh, do we have anyone local council or government? Yep, 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 cool. Well done. Look at you. Again, constant changes, constant frustrations, constant role changes, constant name changes of roles and businesses and all sorts of things. Uh, just a great gift and a great opportunity to bring the skills that you have into an environment that is not always very easy because it's governed by politics often. Here's someone over here. Where, um, where's all our... Oh, there you are up there. Yep. I was all of a sudden thought about all these other people. JB, why aren't you standing? Are you, you're not in your private sector, are you? Okay, all right, yeah, okay. <laughs> Sit down then. Um, look, you know, um, so many complicated, and so, you know, if, you do, if it was just about your job, I'm sure you would love it again. It would just be, if you could just do what you wanted to do, it would be fantastic. But like all industries, and, you know, it's all, we've got so many competing interests and challenges. So in that, we want to commission you, we want to release you, we want to send you out into full-time ministry as followers of Jesus to love one another as Christ has loved you. Thank you. Um, are you a tradie, a builder, a carpenter, electrician, a plumber? What other trades are there? Maybe I, does IT fit into trade or not? There's a few. Yes, you can stand again. Stand again. Stand again. The work can be hard. The work can be... Yeah, give them a round of applause. Um, keep going. You have a real gift and a skill that we continue to need and continue to uh, bless others with as well. Whatever the frustrating thing that you have, whatever the joy that you have, whatever problem that you need to solve this week and the weeks to come, we want to commission you into full-time ministry. You go as servants of Jesus Christ. We commission you to love one another and those that you serve as Christ has loved you. Thank you. Is anyone involved in the arts? Theatres, movies, paints, even if you do it as a volunteer or as a joy or as a, yep, few, yep, 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 there we go. Okay, yes. 
Well, Houston. Um, what a great gift and what a great joy that you bring. Um, and sometimes I'm sure that there's probably times that you think, oh, who really sees it or who really notices? Do it out of the sheer pleasure that you have this gift and this skill that God has given you to bless others for many who you will never see or know. So we commission you into full-time ministry as followers of Jesus to love one another as Christ has loved you. Thank you. Getting there. It's good. This is good. I'm enjoying this. Um, is anyone in, uh, involved in transportation? A truck driver, a bus driver, um, I don't know, flies planes? Um, is anyone? Yep. Got a couple. Got a couple. Yeah, very good. Yeah, cool. Yeah, good. Good, good. Nice. Nice. Again, online, raise your hand. I can't see you, but we want you to participate. Um, Again, what the hours that you bring, the hours that you give, the hours and the constant changes, and uh, what a great gift that you bring. And so we commission you into full-time ministry as followers of Jesus to love one another and those that you serve as Christ has loved you. So thank you. Blessings to you in that. Is there anyone involved in uh, the legal field? Lawyers, paralegals? Uh, um, I don't know what I've lost the word who are the people who check your houses what's the C word that the conveyancing conveyancing. thank you does anyone do any of that no no well assuming that there might be someone here who's either too embarrassed or maybe you're online we want to commission you into full-time work as ministers into full-time ministry as followers of Jesus to love one another as Christ has loved you and why don't we give a round of applause anyway to all those who served in the legal field because I tell you what there's a time when we're all grateful they read the contracts we hope um you primary producer, primary producers, farmers. Oh, thank you. Yep, 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 yes, yes. Long hours, long hours, long days. A lot of it you do on your own, I'm sure, which some of you, you know, you lived isolate. You lived your true life in isolation. It was just, what isolation, wasn't it? Yep. Um, so, but look, you, you bring a great gift to our country and to the world, uh, and we honour you for the work that you do, for the heart that you bring, and we commission you into full-time ministry as followers of Jesus to love one another as Christ has loved you. Thank you. Um, now, uh, are you in between jobs? Are you uncertain, are you undecided, or are you seeking? Is anyone in that area? Yep, cool. A few people, yep, give them a round of applause, celebrate them. Absolutely, thank you. I just want to make sure, maybe you're online as well. It's a tough spot. We want you to know that we love you and we're cheering you on. 
We're here for you. Gather people around you that can keep you motivated and inspired and may your hearts be filled with the knowledge that God is with you in all things, as for all of us. So we want to commission you. I'm just checking. Just We want to commission you into full-time ministry, into the opportunity that you can love people with the hours that you have spare at the moment as Christ has first loved you. Have I left anything out? This is an opportunity for the other. I said university students. Manufacturing, volunteers. Okay, what we... Sorry, Sadie, I had everyone to volunteer organize. So, all right, volunteers, um, volunteer organizations, Probus, Legacy. Um, if you're working church, serve in church, U3A, there you go. Have we not got the idea of what we're doing here? Um, Cool, 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 cool. All right. We commission you, because what a great gift it is to serve others with with some of our spare hours, to donate, to generously serve our community. So we commission you into full-time ministry as followers of Jesus to love one another as Christ has loved you. Yeah? Well done. Thank you very much. Uh, yep, and uh, yep. So now that we've done that, um, have, is, if, can I just say other? If you feel like it's not, is there anyone that feels like you need to stand? Manufacturing, someone said, I heard manufacturing. Anyone in manufacturing? Yep, cool. No other in manufacturing? Then, Adam, I can say quite clearly to you and you alone, mate, and maybe you online. Um, Oh, sorry. Didn't, sorry, I should. I've looked up every other time. Unbelievable. Oh, and over here. Oh. <laughs> All right. So, to those here, uh, those online, we want to again commission you and into full-time ministry in the manufacturing and the skills that you bring, the gifts that you bring, the blessing that you bring into full-time ministry as followers of Jesus. And as you do that, you would love one another as Christ has loved you. Well done. Thank you very much. Now, I, I'd, maybe some of you aren't sure about this. That's okay. I'd like us to say this. Um, I'm trying to find an image. I'd like to say this with conviction. I'd like to say, you know how sometimes we say, we're going to say the Lord's Prayer, and what we all do is we go, Our Father who art in heaven. Because we're all afraid of getting it wrong. Or we're all afraid that someone's going to use a different word to me. You know, is it debts, is it trespasses, is it sins? I don't know. So we kind of just hide. Let's not hide. Let's declare this and maybe get it in our hearts, get it in our memories, get it in our spirits so that as we do go from this place, we will take it, we will receive it. All right? Three, two, one. As followers of Jesus, we are called into full-time ministry. We are called to love one another as Christ loves us 
in our homes, in work and community as the body of Christ. Brilliant. So I'm going to invite our team to come up. And as we are sent today, as our team closes with another in the fire, I don't know what your fire is. I don't know what the water is that you're struggling with. Maybe you're struggling financially. Maybe you're struggling with a work resolution. Maybe you're struggling with a boss. Maybe you're struggling with a colleague. Maybe you're struggling with an employee. Maybe you're hope-filled. Maybe you're joyful. Maybe you're overwhelmed. Maybe you're stuck. Um, There's another in the fire. There's another in those fires with you. All right? And so what we want to say and what we want to invite in this time is if you want a prayer in that, just come to the front and receive some prayer. I can get other people or bring someone. Just move out of your seat just to say, you know what, I know this is happening, but I need to move to declare that I want to step into the promise and the declaration and the hope that I'm a follower of Jesus first and I'm going to love others as Christ has loved me. Whatever fire I'm in, whatever flood I'm in, I'm going to love I'm going to live a distinctive life as a follower of Jesus. And look, maybe, maybe you're a bit nervous about coming to the front. Maybe you don't like coming to the front. Can I encourage you to go and seek out someone that you trust? And I don't want to say that to dismiss it or make it easy for you. It can be hard to say to someone, I'm stuck. And do you know what? To say that or to say I'm frustrated or to say that I don't know where God is, it can be the most beautiful and wonderful beginning of discovering the freedom and the promises that God has in store for you. But so many people won't say I'm stuck. So many of us won't reach out for help because somehow we're all meant to believe that we just figure it out on our own. That's not who we are as the followers of Jesus. We're called to love one another as Christ has loved us. And if you receive prayer or you offer that prayer for someone else, go and find out what happened and keep praying. Keep praying. Keep checking. All right? Another in the fire.